On today's episode, I have a wonderful individual, uh, Kathy Trend, who is an author, award-winning author, and so much more. And with no further ado, let's welcome Kathy. Hello, Kathy. (laughs) Hi, Joe. Good morning. How are you? (laughs) I'm really good. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming on. I, I appreciate your time, and um, it's just an honor and a privilege for this opportunity to speak with you. Well, it's an honor to be here, Joe. I, I know that we've known each other for quite some time right now as being authors, and this is how, you know, the, the space of um, community and humanity. Um, I'm, I'm honored to know you and be a friend and um, walk on this journey with you. So thank you so much. Thank you. So let's talk about Kathy. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. Um, gosh, well, let's see. So um, my name is Kathy Trin. I'm out here in Orange County, California. And I'm in a business owner, an entrepreneur. Um, I'm also an author, and I would consider myself as a transformational storyteller. Um, and I've, you know, essentially, I, I go um, to uh, corporations, universities, and I speak um, on behalf of those who um, haven't found their voice yet. <laughs> um, I'm the, the author of uh, Master, uh, The Journey, Mastering the Art of Slowing Down into a Beautiful beautiful Existence. I wrote the book um, and I, I published the book back in May 29th of 2020. And, um, you know, I've, I've also uh, led global leadership conferences, training groups, and I've, I've coached hundreds of leaders to become, become game changers in their space. Um, I do a lot in the world, so, uh, you know, definitely have a lot to share today on your podcast, and I'm just really excited to have this conversation with you to just really discover in this conversation how we can help others. Absolutely. And I have read her book, and I highly, highly recommend it. At the, end of our talk, at the end of our talk, we will have you share or tell people how they can find the book because it's a it's a great read and um, it's probably one of the best books I've read in a long time. One of the better books. So <clears throat> thank you for doing that. <clears throat> but about the book, if I can ask you, um, how did you start that process? For did you start it as a journal or? Oh my gosh! Yeah. So, um, so a little, a little bit more about my background. So, I have, I, I would say I've come a long way. I've come a long way. So, I'll just give you some statistics. I'm 44 years old. Um, I'm a single mom. Um, I am. Uh, my my son just turned 13 this uh, this past year, and um, I actually I started, I I started the book. I would say. It, um, 15 years ago. Um, and during the process of writing the book was just a lot of really self-discovery. Um, just I, what I, what I found myself, um, you know, was, was not finding a lot of self-worth in myself because I've, I've, I've been ridden with a lot of shame and guilt, um, on my journey. 
and I really wanted to find um, I wanted I was looking at I you know I've, I've purchased hundreds and hundreds of self-help books and self-development books and I wanted to find something that I can actually keep with me and so I said you know what why not just write something and put all of my learnings and all of the um, experiences that I put in this book so it's, it's almost like my own blueprint and my own manual for my life so so ever you know if I ever gotten to a glitch I would just hold the power of the book and say okay Kathy where have you been what are you doing and um, where do you who, who are you striving to be today and it's actually for the past two years it's, it's worked um, and I did the process of the writing the book was definitely journaling. Journaling, journaling has been so ex extremely helpful for me. Um, you know, and I um, I started the journaling process when I went to therapy, um, twelve step like twelve step you know recovery groups, and just it's been a, an, an evolution of who I've been and. Um, and so, yes, I, you know, I, I published this book. I'm just really excited to talk more about it. Thank you. <laughs> that's, that's wonderful. You know, the, the, the thing is, there are so many people, <clears throat> excuse me, that are hurting out there. And a lot of people that would self-medicate or to try to take away the pain. And, you know, you're, I believe for myself that your book has and will continue to help so many people because the way it's written and you're transparent how transparent you are throughout the book sharing a lot of stuff that can help so many people and I think the important thing for people to understand is although they may feel all alone or that they feel like giving up there's always hope right there's always there's a value and a significance in all of us. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. Absolutely. So my mission in life, and I believe that when I get up on a, a bigger platform, such as Ted, by the end of this year, um, my passion has always been a passion for peace. And it's a passion for peace not only within the world, but it's a passion for peace within me. Because what I've... And the, and the reason why... I themed my book as mastering the, this art of slowing down because it truly is an art. You know, as an artist, you have to practice your your craft. You have to be able to pick up the um, a, a paintbrush on a daily basis. You can't just um, all of a sudden wake up one morning and go, you know what? I want to I want to paint something as beautiful as Michelangelo's. Um, you know portrait it's on a daily basis and it's it's a and and as we both know you know paintings are it's 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 you're never done you can always add a little bit of color here you can add a little dab here and it's it's never done but the painter has to decide okay so do i and i stop here i want to and i want to start on a blank canvas again in another um you know, in when you're when you're different. So, you know, and this is this is a thought. So I just that just came to me as well. You know, when the painter started years ago, um, you know, that portrait was not as perfect. And so, if you fast forward ten years, you know, that person 
and that place and time, the experience, the visuals are completely different. So I know that I am going to take on this personal development and this growth within me for the rest of my life. As you and I both know, coming from a place of um, recovery of any sort, you know, you can learn um, a program or you can learn a step or you can learn, um, you know, some sort of organizational change management, but you can, you can, you can learn it within one day in a workshop. But what you have to do is that you have to put those practices in place for the rest of your life. And then you become a professional in certain areas. One of the things, Joe, that I always share with my, um, you know, with people when I'm on a podium or I'm on stage, I always let people know that it, it you know, it is, it is growth. It is personal development and you will co- continue to evolve into the beautiful being that you are. And how do you start? You just start exactly where you're at right now. So whoever's listening right now, if you're hurting or if you're suffering in any type of way, just, just know that our voice is here to help you and and you came to this podcast um at the perfect time just start where you're at and you know nobody's ahead of each other or uh, nobody's ahead of another person or nobody's behind we're just exactly where we're supposed to be right now it's an it's a very a divine appointment that you're even on this podcast right now well said i love that kathy and you're exactly right um for an example you know, even like reading your Bible, when you read like, let's say Philippians chapter four, be anxious for nothing, but in all things through prayer and supplication, it goes on and on. So it's telling you what to do and it's, you know, wonderful advice, but if if you don't put it in action, and the reason I brought that up is because I work at a hospital and we just recently launched a Bible study twice a week. I'm one of the uh, facilitators and there's two other people. And I think it's going really well, you know? And, um, but as one of the facilitators, you know, I have to believe it in what I'm saying. And I, I need to even put into practice more what I, I try to live out what I, when I'm telling others, I'm living out, if that makes sense. And you know, <clears throat> you might've heard me use this phrase before. And I, I had a book signing yesterday and a couple ladies came in and they're in the program. And I shared this, this catchy phrase that I kind of came up with and it goes something like this. Your condition does not have to, your condition does not have to be your conclusion. Mm. And when I think about you and all that you went through and where you are today, you're, in my mind, a perfect example of that statement. Your condition does not have to be your conclusion. It's like a phoenix rising from the ashes. That's why I think about you and so many other people who have been through some stuff, you know, and there's hope out there. And you're just like a a shining bright light. And 
and inspiration to so many people. I just wanted to share that with you. Oh, Joe, thank you so much. Just as you are a bright light too. And you know, we're we're in a partnership. And that's that's how I view my connections. Whether it was 10 years ago that we talked and today we reunited um I mean of course it, for you and I it hasn't been that long it's probably been just about a year and a half two years during covid but um we just pick up where we left off you know and and like I you know for me every person that I get a chance to meet and I I get to I get to sit down and speak with them whether it's a minute or 5 hours or 5 days. I'm just in a place of gratitude. You know, my success truly comes from a place of um of of having an attitude for gratitude on a on a daily basis. And <clears throat> you know, one of the things the reason why I feel uh both you and I are so strong in what we do and our passion has turned into a, a purpose is because we've seen the we've seen what what it looks like on the other side you know painful painful experiences um you know just a lot of missteps in our life we can conclude it as being failures but i don't see it as being a failure it's been it's an again it's an evolution of transformation of who we are and it's those experiences just like in recovery we talk about not touching the hot stove again you know it's like you yes when you were a child or when you started using that propane tank or whatever it was um for example i just uh you know this past year i was i was burned i was second degree there was a second degree burn and uh, that ha- had happened and i was a, i struggled through it you know i still have scars from that burn but um but those scars just give me character just reflecting back on the on the painful moments that physically it was painful but also emotionally painful because when i look in the mirror today i see the scars and it does bring back you know flashbacks of course i've worked on it you know a lot but but it also says you know what you survived that as painful as it was um you survived it and i think you know just going back to why you and i are so strong and who we are is because we in our books we've been able to tell the truth and that is one of the biggest things that has gotten me to where i'm at today and they they talk about you know once you you share the truth the truth truly sets you free and there's actually a quote in by saint augustine it says the truth is like a lion set it free and it will just defend itself i love that quote so much because our truth who who's going to argue with our truth Who's going to argue with the fact that yes, we admitted that we did drugs and we, you know, or I did drugs and, you know, I got fired for from a job. You know, who's going to who's going to go back and remind you of what happened 20 years ago when they probably for the past 20 years, they've probably have had a misstep or two. No that but obviously they won't want to admit to it, but I have. And so that you know and so that just my truth only it just d- defends who i am because that's not why i i am anymore and it, that was a, that was a situation that happened happened 5 days ago it happened 2 years ago it happened 10 years ago so 
again, I just, I, you know, I'm really, I'm really um, happy that I get to share my heart with you this morning. I didn't put any notes down, so I'm just really going to what speaks to my heart in, in this conversation with you, Joe. Yeah, it's very organic, and that's what I love about it. So you said, you mentioned something about sharing your story and your missteps. And undoubtedly, people mock us or whatever, and you're like, you know, why are they telling us? But and I know this of you, and I know it's of me, is because we're on a mission, right? I know when I share my story, um, not only am I transparent and just very open, it, it does something for me. It's a form of therapy, I believe. And um, by sharing even the most embarrassing situations I went through, you know, it's, um, I guess for me, it's all about, hey, maybe something can re- somebody can relate and someone can find hope. I- I'll tell you a real quick story. A couple years ago, I was in Rockford, Illinois, my hometown. And I was talking to a group of teenagers and for some reason, I kept going back to this. We have like a, a back and forth, you know, to ask the kids questions and they would respond. There's this one kid for some, he's probably 13 or 14 at the time. For some reason, I, I kept going back to him and I could see in his eyes, this kid is really hurt, right? And as I shared my story, a few of the kids were crying and you could tell they were moved by what I was sharing. Turns out after we had done, this kid was shot by his father in the head. And um, obviously the father's in prison, the kid survived, but he you can see where he was shot. He has like a indentation. And I guess he struggles with reading and writing and things we all take for granted. But we had a really nice talk one-on-one and since that time I, you know he gave me his number and we tr- I try to keep in touch I try to encourage this kid you know he doesn't have a role model a father figure in his life and trying to keep him clear of the gangs and you know street life or whatever and never once did it dawn on me that you know I've shared some really messed up things I had done in my past to with this kid in order to keep him from going down that road, right? And if I could do it all over again, I would. Because it's all about helping our the next generation at whatever mm-hmm. cost. Would you agree with that? Oh, a hundred percent. A hundred percent. I um recently I've taken on several speaking engagements and they're all volunteer, you know, um, universities have asked me to come and speak to their entrepreneurship d- d- division. And, um, I spoke with, at, I spoke at USC, um, the university of Southern California, um, a month ago. And I ended up receiving over 40 messages from these students, just each one of them, you know, they're just, they were just moved, touched and inspired by, you know, what I had shared because, you know, when standing in front of a, um, 
you know, being in front of a classroom of, of students, you know, at a, at a prestigious college that way, I thought my, you know, the things that I was, I was sharing with them was, was just so intimate and personal and they wouldn't, they weren't able to understand the personal struggle themselves, but at least 10 of those messages that came in resonated with them. And they said, wow, you know, thank you for being so open and transparent. Although I didn't have this problem. I have, I know someone in my family that does. And, you know, thank you for showing me and giving me hope. Um, on my own personal journey so that I can support others during the, um, you know, during the talk um, and or after the talk, um, a student raised her hand and she, she asked me um, during the, the Q&A session, she asked me, um, you know, I, I know of somebody that currently has a problem right now. Um, what should I do? How should I approach them? Should I call? You know, should I call some like an authority figure and how do I approach somebody and try to find them help? And I told, I said to her, I said, the best thing that you can do, because sometimes, you know, what we say in recovery is sometimes quickly, sometimes slowly. And, and it's, it's for me, it's really, truly a program of attraction rather than promotion. I can't promote my recovery on somebody else. It's just like that movement of that Me Too movement. I can only be a walking example, but the best thing that you can do for that woman in your life that you want to get help is just answer the phone. I think that would be the most beautiful gift that you can give her and give her the gift of listening to her, truly listening instead of trying to solve somebody else's problem answer it as many times as you need to and just be a whole space for her so that she can start healing and at some point the hope and the prayer would be that that person will come back to you whether it's a month from now or two years from now that person will finally discover for themselves that they need help and you know that's just again it's 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 something that I've practiced I am I would say I would be, I would consider myself as an expert listener and I, I practice, I, I participate in other people's listening to really uncover and discover and help them discard what it is that they have been searching for for a long time based on my own experience and journey. So yes, what you did was absolutely amazing and we keep sharing our truths with others so that they can discover it for themselves wonderful and i agree with you <clears throat> excuse me 100 percent. we can't be all things to all people right but we can listen and we can be try to support people and you know that's that's a huge thing today that everyone is in such a hurry to go here or there or the business of life we need to slow down and, and come alongside our fellow man and support them you know so over the last month and a half I had two book signings at um, the mall in Dubuque and both times my friend Sean and his wife came out to support me and just be there and you know we've been friends for a long time and that meant so much to me years ago we, me and him worked in the same factory and uh, 
they lost their youngest son in a fire. Um, the, his two older boys were playing with matches, and they lit the, a fire under the kid, the baby's crib. And um, that child was my son's age, right? And um, it, it, it affected him. Uh, he ended up in a, in a mental health hospital for a real long time. And um, but what we did, we came alongside of them, supported them, you know, with bringing food in the church. Uh, we long story short, we we just came alongside of them. I couldn't understand the loss of a child, but I can I can understand he was they were hurting, they were in pain, and I just tried to be a friend, you know, and just be there, let them talk and let them vent. And I think that 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 really secured our our friendship, you know. And um, over the years, he's had some issues. Uh, I think that he's never really recovered mentally from losing his kid. You know, that's just the facts. But um, you know, I'm, he's still a friend and his wife, and um, she just had a surgery on her knee. Uh, she fell down the stairs and broke her knee, and she got all messed up. Mm-hmm. Took him some, I took him some meals last night to kind of help them to get through this, you know? Because even, I, I've done that to people that I don't really know. It's because I want to make a difference, just like you, making a difference one person at a time. We can impact so many people because there's so much hate, so much... We live in the crazy world. I think you would agree with that. And, you know, I believe this, Kathy. Little is great if God is in it. In other words, you might be doing little things that you don't, you don't tell people about. You don't, you don't draw attention to yourself. But your intentions are pure and your motive, your motive is pure. And God sees that and he will honor that. I remember... I, I want to bring this up. I remember a story with you when I, I talked to you about a lady who was uh, homeless and she had nowhere to go and you were helping these types of people out and you were going to let her stay at, at your home. I don't know what, how it turned out, but th- that was kind of, that's kind of heart you have, you know, and we need more people like you. Mm. Oh, Joe, thank you so much. Yeah, it was time. It was like right during, right during the beginning stages of COVID. And um, I had been, um, there was an outreach call and mentioned that um, the daughter, I believe she was um, 18 at the time. She was looking for, um, they were looking for help for her because she had AWOL from a, um, a facility and so I you know because I spoke um, Vietnamese I was able to speak to the family and I said don't worry I'll go look for her so I went to go look for her um, her family's back in Vietnam and she's she's out here by herself and so I went to go look for her we went you know three cities away and my friend Joe and I we picked her up and I brought her back um, you know we were you know during COVID it was the restrictions really really high so we couldn't find her another placement so I said you know what why not I said, why don't you come back 
come back stay with me until we can find a place so a couple weeks goes by and you know she um you know she stayed with me it was it was so beautiful because being an 18 year old girl i was able you know for her um i was able to float back into my own life as when i was 18 and i just i just felt so much love for this woman and knowing that whatever whatever i was going to say was going to be impact for at impact her and i know um for us language is so important and i you know i spoke with her in vietnamese and i said try well i tried my best to speak to her in vietnamese english as well but um I was able to get through through with her and just being able to sit with her and pray with her mat and and also meditate with her and show her just a couple of um tools to use um for ultimately a month later she was able to reunite with her family and and she and you know she was off drugs for that amount of time too so yes that's that's what we do and you know you you mentioned the the time right now in our world hate you know hate the thing is that humanity humanity doesn't have the possibility to live po- positively on a regular basis that's why it takes hundreds and thousands and millions of people to to build this mindset to go out we are you know we are foot soldiers and that's what how, that's how i see myself i see myself as just being another foot soldier whether we're a navy seal level or if we're a marine mindset you know we are all foot soldiers and that's why god put us here the, the world really needs healing right now and right now lot of the podcasts that I've been on and unfortunately I don't talk about the hate. I talk about peace. And you know, I've been made fun of and they they said, "You know, what are you? An Asian Mother Teresa?" And I said, "Yeah, I see myself as just being a peacekeeper at the end of the day and and truly the time is now to be, to be an Asian woman with a global vision for peace. And we are I'm here to help elevate women leaders in the 21st century. And that is my plan. You know, is to continue to speak on important topics in the areas of mental health, recovery, and entrepreneurship to support women, men, and children during this time. Um and so one of one of the big um one of the big initiatives that I'm actually um involved in this upcoming um June um you know in June 11th there's going to be a very big news conference that aims to highlight and honor local regional national and global humanitarian leadership and this is going to expand a new network of impacting the quality of life of different communities around the world so i stand in the expansion of network that's causing an independent movement called a walk with destiny and this this stand is really poised to impact the presidential elections so i'm really excited about that and i'm really honored to take on such a huge to participate in such a huge way and um you know i've accepted the the you know i've accepted this um ceremonial acknowledgement on behalf of asian women of the vietnam war era internationally So it just I I can't believe it. You know, I I was 1 years old. I was in a boat lost at sea when I was 
when I was a little girl and now I get to stand with my fellow Americans and Asian community in a coalition to help bring peace to the world. That's amazing, Kathy. Simply amazing. You are on a mission and I so respect you for everything you're out here doing. It's, it's, it's just amazing to me. I got a, I was wondering if you can do something for me. It, let's, there may be somebody out here listening to our show today that they're struggling with drugs or alcohol. Maybe they're homeless. Maybe they feel like giving up. Maybe they're jumping from house to house and they, you know, from relationship to relationship and they, they can't find happiness or contentment. Maybe there's, as I mentioned, they're self-medicating and they're in this, this cycle of destruction. They can't seem to pull themselves out of. Could you share with them your what you like to say your advice to these people yeah um i know the feeling of unimaginable hopelessness when you're in absolute despair joe and you're you have nowhere to turn to nobody understands you and you have gotten to a place of complete isolation and that foam is like a thousand pounds. You can't, you can't pick it up to even call one person. My biggest hope and my biggest advice is that just know that there are people out there that are ready to help you, like Joe and I. We are here, we have been through the trenches we have abandoned ourselves so many times over and over and over and I've just kicked myself every single time I went back to that toxic relationship every time I can't get out of something every time I have been an experience that happens and all I can do is just get on my knees and say thank you God for getting me out of that. I will never do that again. Right. You know, it's like this unimaginable hopelessness because, and we keep beating ourselves over and over and over again. Just know whether it's a paid service or if it's a, uh, or if it is a homeless shelter or if it is a, uh, or if it's a free counseling session, there are people ready to help you. All you need to do is just get out of your monologue and get into a call, a discovery conversation by getting into a dialogue with another person. And this is what we're doing right here, Joe. We're actually having a dialogue. There's things that I've on this call and this podcast I haven't said ever before, but it's in the discovery of being in wonder of my own life. You know, in fact, it's it's very it's really interesting. I'm I'm sitting in a in a place where I've never sat before, and I'm just looking in this in the, this beautiful overpass freeway, and 
to seeing cars pass by left and right i'm like okay there's so many people in this world they're just moving around you know there we are our life is extremely filled with a lot of um distractions and um whether it's it's a pain it's an emotional distraction or if it's a social media distraction um i would say the best advice is to remove your distractions have a day where you're not on your phone and you're actually sitting in peace and you just practice sitting still and see what comes what what your inner guidance says to you and i i would say that is my biggest advice remove the distractions and just sit in peace and if you're on drugs or if you're drinking a lot and you're hung over at some point i hope that you remember this and uh, this message to you um and just remove that distraction of maybe electronics um that electronic devices has been my worst weapon when i'm struggling with um self-worth or self-confidence cuz when you pick it up you're just pitted with addiction all over the place uh, on your phone so um yeah i i would say that would be my biggest advice just to remove distractions at this time well said kathy thank you so much and i just like to interject one thing and i shared this earlier your condition does not have to be your conclusion If you fall down five times, pick yourself up. Fall down five, get up six. Don't quit. Never give up. No matter what it looks like, feels like, there's a purpose and a plan for you in this thing called life. And I'm speaking from experience, just as Kathy has this time we've been together. I have full confidence and belief that you can get through these difficult times. you are valuable and your worth is unmeasurable. So in closing, Kathy, can you share with us how one can find your book and your other contact information you choose you feel you want to share? Oh, yes, thank you, Joe. It was definitely a pleasure having a conversation with you as well. Um yes, you guys, uh, in order to um grab a copy of my book and help support me. You can find my book on my website. It's kathytrin.com or you can go over to Amazon um and it the book is titled The Journey Mastering the Art of Slowing Down. I also have um events. I'm actually going on a book tour right now on another book that I collaborated with 16 other beautiful Asian women who boss up. And yes, that is the title of the book. It's Asian Women Who Boss Up. I will be um yeah, for the next couple of weeks I will be on tour so you can catch me there and you can find um more information about um uh, my journey on my Instagram page. It's Kathy Trin. as well as our I'm actually starting up a new podcast called Stay Muted Unmuted <laughs> Stay Unmuted with Kathy Trin and I'm just really excited about all the uh, the wonderful things that's happening in 2022 so thank you so much Joe for having me on your podcast Thank you Kathy just please stay on the line um when we get done here okay I want to thank everyone for tuning in today. I hope you have a wonderful day and a better tomorrow. Until next time. 
This is Joe Patosi with Unshackled. Goodbye.